Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of This My Bourbon Podcast. I'm your host, Perry, with me remotely this week. It's the Whiskey Mutant himself, old Cut Eric. it out. <laughs> yeah, that's what she did at the end of last episode. Did I? Yeah. Continuation. <laughs> it's a continuation. You made it to the next episode. Congratulations. You've Congratulations. unlocked the power. <laughs> the, po- <laughs> the, the power glove? You've got the power. No, that one guy that uh, I went up against in Matt Mattis had the power glove. Oh, yeah, Bill. He was that's a right. dick. <laughs> a whiskey dick. A whiskey dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he pulled that thing out, the power glove, not his yeah. whiskey dick. Um, <laughs> but he kept changing shirts. He changed a shirt like every oh, like yeah, he would run right. away and come back with a shirt on. It was very distracting. Good. You know, I'm just I'm just noticing something here. What? And I wanna I wanna see if it makes any any difference. Okay. To swap us to the position that we normally would be in if we were sitting next to each other. Okay, okay. Because you're normally on my left. Right, I'm on your right. <laughs> <laughs> on your right. No, 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 no! <laughs> no, no, no! Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll try it this week, this way. F- flying fast and loose, everybody. <laughs> fast and loose. You know how we do. You know how we operate. <laughs> fast and loose, baby. Switching up camera angles and switching. Flip it. Put it up on top. Of, we put each other on top and all that. Flip it around. This is too much work for me, man. Well, don't do that then. <laughs> yeah, I won't. But what you should do is go me? follow us on. No. Oh. Them. The listeners. The listener, you, the proverbial you. Go follow us on social media, at my bourbon pod and at Whiskey Mutant. You can also, wait, this isn't right either, is it? What? This isn't the way we normally sit. I'm not, it has not changed on my screen. It's this. It's not going to matter for anybody. Uh, Where are you, when you're looking at your screen, are you on the left or the right? At Whiskey Mute. No, I said, I even said for myself, I pointed to myself and I said, at Whiskey Mute. <laughs> you can follow me at Peter 1792. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> send, a, a, give us a five star rating review in your podcast app of choice. Leave us a, uh, send us an email is what I was trying to say there. Uh, this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. We love hearing the correspondence. It's something that we rarely get to talk about on the podcast. Uh, but when we do, it's special and fun, and we give you a little shout-out. Uh, you can leave us a barrel ring for our barrel rings segment. Well, it's a voicemail for our barrel ring segment. I am firing on all cylinders today. Let's Let me tell go. You, all freaking cylinders. You can leave us a voicemail for our barrel ring segment at 859-428-8253. I don't think that we lined that up. That's okay. Uh, we're on a delay because we're operating remotely this week. Well, so. you know, we still did it, though. And that's all that we could ask. We tried, at the very least. Um, what else? Find all of our apparel and merchandise at BourbonShop.Threadless.com. Uh, lots, lots of fun stuff up there. Uh, email.
I guess the last one I have to talk about is Patreon. Patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. For as little as five dollars a month, it's bonus content. Central City over Central there. Central City bonus. You aren't gonna, you aren't gonna want to miss out on it. Uh, it's so much good stuff. Swan even wound up being on this week's uh, pours from the floor. He did. Too. He laughed a little bit ago. If you listened yesterday, he laughed. Yeah. So exactly. But, yeah. Um, and you can join the Discord if you're part of yes, you Patreon. Um, I left a nice little April Fools post for everybody in my little, um, little dark side of Tim Bip. That dare if you want to go in there. Yeah, I wish that I could <laughs> wash my eyes out with bleach now. <laughs> yeah, well, like I thought the know. I thought the original was bad, but ooh, buddy. Well, you want to find out more about that? Join the Patreon, <laughs> join the Discord, baby. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and of course, buy tickets for uh, tickets. <laughs> you tell them. <laughs> tickets to the live show coming up Memorial Day weekend. It's 10 bit live. We've got VIP packages available. You can come Friday night. Um, join us in a tasting that we're going to prepare for you. A lot of special pours. We're going to have dinner together. We're going to record Patreon content with everybody that's there for the VIP. Um, there is a VIP Plus that's sold out. Sorry you missed out, but that will have Peggy No Stevens involved where she's going to do a pairing and tasting for you. And then... The big show. It's the big show. Saturday night, we're going to record 10-Bip Live, where Peggy No Stevens is going to join us, and we're going to be pairing it up. Um, Perry's going to be moderating a pair-off, I guess is what we're saying, between us two. And we're going to have Pretty some special, ju special judges. Maybe some people watching will get a chance to try some of the pairings. Honestly... It's we we don't even know what what might happen. There may be special guests. There may not be special guests. There may be somebody in the <laughs> audience who gets mad and yells and says, "Quit ruining whiskey!" <laughs> but you know what? You got to buy a ticket to be there. So if you just want to come Saturday night and watch the show, it's thirty dollars. You get a free drink on us, probably a free sample, um, and then some food. So eat, drink, watch Tim Biff live. Thirty dollars. That's all. What else are you gonna do? Spend thirty dollars on a freaking um, Cane's chicken basket? No, you're gonna go yeah, to Panera. You're gonna go Panera and get a piece of bread and a large drink and a yeah, soup idiot. for forty five dollars. No, pay thirty dollars and come hang out with us. <laughs> Do it now. The uh, it's an Eventbrite. It's in there. The link is everywhere. It's on social. It's on our Facebook group, and it's probably in the description somewhere. Whether you're watching or listening, so all true. Say all true things. Yes. Not a, a lie said there. About a month and a half away. By, well, under a month and a half by the time they hear this. Pretty much. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Get, so in get on, on it. it. Do it. We're starting this week out with sips and snacks, mm -hmm. I do believe. One We've that Eric little, has provided for us. I provided, and the snack was provided by a friend of the show, loyal fan, loyal listener, our our favorite bag of donuts, the Tony himself. He sent me and Perry some just super a, eight. Just a bag bars. of donuts. <laughs> just a big old bag of fucking donuts. Um, but I know he's been waiting for us to pair it. So I had a little a little bit the other day, and I was like, I know exactly what needs to go with this. Um, but then I changed my mind because I found something in the back of the cabinet that's actually my 
um, what have you been drinking too? So, oh, nice. I haven't had this in a while. I think the last time I had this was with Perry. Um, but we're going to let him do it blind and see what he thinks about it. Oh, heck yeah. Where do you want me to start? Do you want me to start Um, with the pour? Start start with with the pour. Okay. Have a little bit of the pour. Tell me what you think about it, then we'll pair it. Tell me what you think about when you were paired and so alone. That was a good one. I'm going to have Buddy Holly stuck in my head for the rest of the night, by the way. Ooh, it's sips and snacks time. <laughs> ooh, ooh, this is my bourbon podcast. I don't care what other stuff you listen to. You only need to listen to us. <laughs> mm. I love that. What? Hmm? What? Hmm? What? What? What is it? I'm getting like a young note on it. Mm, you may have to tell me the age on it. I don't know if it's actually got it. Hold on. I mean, it, 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 there is, there is a, a youthfulness to this that I am experiencing. I think I know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know why you're experiencing that. Okay. I don't know I'm, what the, I don't know what this is off the top of my head. We have so much whiskey together. <laughs> I know. It's been a we long really, time. We really do. It's been a long time since we had this. We have not had this together probably in two years. Really? Yes. This was a bottle that you helped me um, pair with a steak when I had to do the steak event. I had to pair up the steaks. Has that been two years now? Yeah. It was before I was even on the show. No, wait. I just started. It's been That's, almost two yeah, years. It, yeah, almost two years. Yeah, two years. Close enough. Because you started in August of 21. Yeah, that's when we did this before I was on in July. Yeah, that's right. So a year and like 10 months ago, maybe. Yeah. Um, Something like that. I don't know what this is off the this, top of my head. This whiskey was a bad boy because it got put in prison. It's the prison. It's this uh, Bardstown, the prisoner. Um, so, what's the youthful note on it? Well, because it's Tennessee. Mm. It's 10 year old Tennessee finished in those French oak wine barrels. So, I think that weird Tennessee note makes it taste different. But it's also a funky, fun. Oh, it's weird funky. Thing. Yeah. It is crazy funky. Yeah, I forgot which one, which steak we paired this with, but yeah, I think that's the last time I had that. It's been sitting in the shelf with all the other Barstown stuff. I, f- I feel like we paired this with, I, and I, I don't remember the exact like lineup, but in terms of like order, I feel like this was the second or third mm-hmm. that we paired in there. Yeah, what was it? It it was one of the higher end stakes that we had. That yeah, because there were four, right? Yeah, uh, four or five, and this was our um, this was like our wine and steak pairing, like how yeah. everybody does. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. we did like a, a New York some like it was like a A five. No, it wasn't the Wagyu. Um, because I think we did like E H Taylor. I can't remember, but it was it was 
Yeah. Good. So now we're pairing it with really, this. Really good. <laughs> Super eight. We go on the from opposite end of the spectrum. Ma'am. This is this is what Kit Kats wish they were. They're so light mm. and airy. The first time I had one of these, Tony also provided it. I was like, I'll eat half of this now and half of this later. No. And I think I ate the whole thing in like three bites. <laughs> yeah, it's like the little wafers you get at Sunday school. Apparently. Yeah, exactly. Second week in a row talking about Sunday school stuff. Um, but like the good version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going in the... for the pour over. All right, let's do it. If you're listening, you can go watch this on YouTube right now and see us pour whiskey over snacks and ruin your um, whiskey with us. Oh. What is that? That's like... It really brings out a peanut butter note. Oh, yeah, it brings out the peanut butter. It's a... And it makes it like a jelly. It's yep. the goober. You remember the goobers that had the peanut butter and the jelly in the jar together? Did you ever have oh, that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what this is. Because it's like peanut butter and jelly, but it's different. And the goobers were like this weird, different, like, combo. And you only got it when you went over to, like, your, like, some cousin's house or something. And you're like, oh, yeah. the goober stuff. All right. And then you're like, oh, I'm eating goobers all night now. <laughs> <laughs> You wake up and your your uncle is still watching TV. It's really late. He's drinking like a Bud Light, and he's like, "What are you doing in here?" And I'm like, "I just want some goobers." And he's like, "I'm trying to watch my show. Go back to bed." Can I get a goober? It's cops yeah. un cops uncensored. <laughs> Except it's he's, not it's not cops, and there's a lot of the, girls with tops off. <laughs> he's watching the girls gone wild commercial, not the actual thing, just the commercial. <laughs> what are you doing in here, boy? Oh, I just need a goober. Get your bread. Get your goober. Get out of here. This is my favorite part. And watch them as they go crazy. <laughs> Eric, you still in there? No. But you're secretly watching too. You're yeah. Just eating the eating a jar of goobers, watching the commercial with your <laughs> uncle that you don't talk to that very that much. Yeah, probably for the best that you don't. Yeah. Either. Oh, this is a great pairing. I love this. Nice and not not like overpowering or anything. No, it's very it's very complimenting. <sighs> Just kind of opens the the candy bar up a little bit. Yeah, Tony, if uh, you don't have this, uh, let me know and I'll send I'll uh, get you a sample and you compare it to what What's it about this bar and Tony bag of donuts? Why does he? Why is this his like thing? I think he gets it. Every year when he goes down to Chile. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. When he does the secret spy missions and stuff. Mm hmm I guess I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, because now he has to kill you. Well, if there's one person that listens to the show that I'm okay with killing me, it'd be Tony. But by God, I put up a fight, Tony. So don't even. <laughs> I know you're going to be at the weekend. Tony got tickets. I know he does. 
now we may be fighting. So if you want to come see us fight and me run away and hide, get on that. Man, this is good. Okay. Well, what have you been drinking recently? <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, since we just recorded yesterday. Yeah, I did. I had a little bit of that. Um, I think I had that a couple of days ago, but um, I didn't mention it when we recorded the other day. Um, yeah, it's just fun. It's one of those things where you see a bottle, and I know you. Uh, we've done this together plenty of times, but you see a bottle that you almost forgot that you had. Yeah. And then you're like, man, I haven't had this in a while. And you try it and you're like, oh, this is, this is really nice. Um, I don't have those moments very often. <laughs> um, I do constantly. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of, I kind of, it's like I keep it all stored in my head, but like that one, for some reason, I guess it was just in the back and behind some other stuff. And I quite enjoyed it. One of the few Tennessee whiskeys that I like, you know, when you finish a Tennessee whiskey the right way, it's quite enjoyable. Yeah. So I think when, I you know at the at the meetup last year we had a little suite for everybody to hang out in we unfortunately don't have that same room again this year uh we do have another room that we're gonna have for everybody to come and you know communally hang out and whatnot i have got and i'm just realizing it as i've been sitting here so many of the bottles that are on the floor just need to be finished. Man, so, if somebody made a show about that, hmm, finishing bottles, what would it be from called? Pours from the floor. Hmm. Think I don't like it. it. I think it's oh. a terrible name. <laughs> Get on the Patreon. You can watch us do that. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about maybe doing just like a big old blend of something. Blendy. Yeah. Just, or what if we brought them? What if we brought them and we let everybody make their own little blend? That works. That works. We'll have a table. Just, we'll set just up a cases table. of bottles that are like that have like two yeah. or three ounces. Oh, that'll be so fun! Like uh, one day we'll pack them up. Uh, I'll get them packed up, and um, we'll we'll get one of. Uh, we were already going to buy an extra table or two for remote recording, and we'll do it like that. And like you just. Finish the bottles for us, like that way. People aren't like blending up like the, the, uh, you know, the rare stuff that they want to share for like the bottle share. Yeah, it's just a table, and it's like see what you can come up with with the bottles that have been sitting on the floor at, yeah. in the studio. That'd be so fun. It's the kind of thing that you have to look forward to for yeah. <laughs> ten bit weekend twenty. I uh, a live and in person pours from the floor that you do yourself. Oh, sounds like some Patreon content. <laughs> I'm thinking about two. Sorry, I'll get to what I've been drinking in a second because it's actually going to take up a majority of the episode before we get to the the review. Just because uh, I think it's going to lead to some interesting conversation, uh, yeah. and I it's kind of a like dispatch of you know my little adventure yes, yesterday. Adventure. Um. I want to get so you know traditionally Timbip weekend Saturdays during the day there's kind of a hole, mm-hmm. right? What I'm thinking about doing splitting people up into groups 
giving them a list of some of those like honey hole kind of stores okay in or around Lexington uh-huh and having them go and hunt and whoever comes back with the best find wins one of like one of the spots to be the judge Ooh. or they like everybody in the group gets samples or something Ooh. you see what i mean yeah something like that like a scavenger hunt yeah kind of what if what if yeah what if they did a or like a uh oh i know something good you 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 we write down some um of the honey holes or like just the stores we go to i think we yep. mentioned a lot of them on there and then there's a couple ri- i don't though Sure. There's a couple that are just for just for me. Um, <laughs> okay, the secret. You gotta, drink, you, gotta, you gotta drink the blood before you can get in there. Um, but and then here's we, the head of. No, never mind. That's for the Patreon. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Then then we write down a couple of uh, places that we like to either eat or get snacks from, and they have to they have to go and. Uh, they have to figure out like a snack and bring it back to to share, almost like a pairing. Like they had to do a scavenger hunt pairing. That'd be awesome. Send them to like North Lime or something like yeah. that. Oh something. yeah. Send them to OBC and they only order bacon on a glass to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's see how dedicated you guys are, or how bad you want to be a judge on this show. <laughs> it's a win anyway. for us, honestly. Oh yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, so. Last last night after I I finally kind of got to get home and settle down, I cracked open that Jack Daniels barrel proof the oh yeah Swan brought and um I haven't had a Jack barrel proof in a while, but it it just makes you feel some sort of way, man. <laughs> they're just they're just we special. had a little bit of it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we, we did, did, but I just it mean like good. I haven't I haven't had my own bottle yeah in a in a hot minute. Um, and they're just, they're great. Uh, I know that they're going to be coming out with, uh, the, the single barrel barrel proof rye selections soon as well. We'll, um, we'll, we'll have one of those. <laughs> Don't you worry. Oh, I figured. I, f- I figured. Yep. Anyway. Fing- fingered it out. <laughs> yeah, I had a, I had a little bit of that, um. I had just the tiniest splash of the uh, the Stag Junior pick as well. I got my little sample sitting over here. I, I might save that for. I might take that to Disney with me. I figured. I figured you might. Because that, that seems hazmat too. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, you can't take it on a plane. Not if they don't know what it is, boy. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. You didn't hear that TSA? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a sample bottle. Ain't nothing. That's my toothpaste. Ain't, ain't nothing but a thing. <laughs> That's my beard oil. <laughs> uh, but last night, uh, I, Eric was going to go with me original, uh, originally. This week turned out to be too crazy for him. So yeah. uh, I was only able to go on my own. Uh, but I got to go to the Buffalo Trace Single Barrel Select event <laughs> <The end. laughs> I, I don't know a better way to describe it because 
you know, there was there was a live stream that went along with it, and um, there were a bunch of, you know, I, I hate to say the word influencers, but, you know, as far as, like, things go or things are considered, that's kind of uh, the group of folks who were there. Just faces within the industry, uh, podcasters, YouTube folks. So I got to hang out with Chad and Sarah from It's Bourbon Night, if you don't know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> who are you if you don't know this, who they are? This little teeny tiny channel with 100,000 subscribers over on YouTube. <laughs> they do a few things here and there. So, I'll get back to this in a second. On my live stream last week, um, I started doing the Herbert the Pervert voice. <laughs> get you, get you. Hope everybody's having a good night. Uh, and I can't remember who. I think it was Tater Dom said that I should do a whole stream with that voice. And I was like, no, I would lose what little subscribers I already have <laughs> on that channel if I did that for an hour straight. I don't think you should. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. You I'll should just it. have. You should just. You should find a filter. That turns you into him. Oh, and you're yeah, drinking yeah, yeah. the whiskey and stuff. And this smells. This smells. This smells like real nice. This smells like the paper boy. Hoping he's gonna bring me some good news. Get your ass over here. Where are you? I haven't <laughs> seen the paper boy in a few days. <laughs> The little whistle you do at the end, fuck. Well, that's what killed. he does too. I know, but you do it so good. Is what I'm saying. Like <laughs> that part kills me. That's my favorite part that you do. Like, Hoping you get, he'll bring me some good news. You get the whistle in there, and it's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. Hey, Seth MacFarlane, if you ever need somebody to do Herbert the Pervert, let me know. <laughs> I don't know how much that character's on the show anymore, but anyway, um. So yeah, I got to hang out with Chad and Sarah. Got to see uh, sipping corn, Brian, uh, oh, for a yeah. moment. Got to see Mark from uh, the Bourbon Life podcast as well. Very, very briefly, but good to catch up with him for a second. Um, just a a, a a big event. Yeah. Uh, a lot, a lot bigger than I was kind of anticipating it. It being, um, they drew in total forty four single. No, you know what? I've been doing that math wrong. It's 54. 54. It's your 54 total barrels. 54 um, lucky Pete. 32 of which uh, were Buffalo Trace single barrels, just standard Buffalo Trace mash bill one. And the other 22 uh, were their, their premium offerings, Stag Jr., well, Stag, I guess, Eagle Rare, Blanton's, Taylor. Blanton's. Uh, I think Sazerac was in there too. Their Weller products are a part of that <clears throat> as well. Anybody you know get one? No. Personally, no. N- not not that I know of yet. Yeah. But I have a fun story about somebody who got one. Okay. Um, I was gonna save it, but we're on the topic, so I may as I may as well tell it. So we were in the. Uh, the back ha- the back end rather of uh the the numbers getting drawn and they built barrels on like a crank the way that they have for like bingo numbers oh wow <laughs> it was wild man it was really really cool um 
but they had you know like a like a door that they put a latch on so nothing mm-hmm. would fall out and everything and um Freddie Johnson was there uh he gave he gave a toast that I had never heard him give before but uh it it made me tear up a little bit so we'll uh, he, I'm a, he has that effect on people we're going to we're going to have that toast uh, later on, not to be weird and um, <laughs> sentimental, uh, but we'll we'll get there. Um, so he drew the last eleven numbers. Uh, these were the premium barrels, and he gets he gets to one, and everybody was kind of just just jesting with whoever was on stage saying go lower like go dig into the barrel really get in there and everything uh and sarah was giving him a hard time at first at, at a couple times too and and i forgot to mention this chad sarah and i were at one of the front two tables at at the thing at the event and so the 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 view from the widest view camera like camera 1 you can see my dumb idiot head sitting in the very bottom right corner <laughs> uh, throughout basically the entire stream. Um, and people people knew to like people who, you know, we're friends with and are listeners of the show. Uh, we're like, I saw you on the live stream. I was like, <laughs> I wish I hadn't been there. So it was it was our table. <laughs> And then there was a table next to us um, with a with a husband and a wife couple that were sitting there. And, um, not Chad and Sarah. Not Chad and Sarah. Different couple. Didn't know who, didn't know who they were. Yeah. So Freddie really gets into the barrel and he pulls out a card and he goes, "Oh, this is my favorite number." Oh baby, three five nine. Now. I did what I think I would have done in that moment if my number got called, which was just sit there and my mouth hit the floor. My jaw just absolutely dropped open because the couple at the table next to us were 359. Oh, my God. And they were the only people present who won the chance to pick a single barrel. Oh, so everybody there. else was like, they had to call them or send them a message or something. something. I don't know how they handled it. Three, um, five, nine. Yeah. Why is that his favorite number? I don't know. I don't know. I thought he was going to. I thought he was going to get all up in it and be like, "This is a sixty-nine, baby." See, I kind of I, like. There was a moment where I thought he was going to do that too. <laughs> but as soon as soon as he called that number, and the table next to us just erupted. It just that thought completely left my mind because I was just I was going, this is so cool because so the the way that you get entered into the lottery is that you you sign up on their website for an account and you know you I I don't I I don't know the logistics of it anymore, um, but you know that was just kind of your ticket to be able to get a single barrel yeah, uh, or the chance to get a single barrel back in the day. Um, And then they introduced a point system as well. So however many years, that's a one point per or something like that. Um, 
And then they tacked on like an extra point for it. it was like, thanks for being a part of this. We love you. Thanks for accepting our new program. And it's like, I didn't really have a choice in it in this in the matter. Um, <laughs> but so the the numbers that they called got about as high as fifty five thousand. Damn. Now, Susanna said at one point, Susanna's the the head of their barrel picking program over there really wonderful person uh she's been at every pick that i've ever done uh when i've been to buffalo trace uh, i hadn't seen her since like winter of 2020 yeah, or something like that i have an ernie's <clears throat> or i had one i think we finished it actually it's called oh, oh yeah, susanna yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, she she like did like the tiebreaker she picked <clears throat> like the yeah yeah i think i i remember us finishing that one yeah um but but she said that all things considered, there were over two hundred thousand tickets that were in there. Damn. And the fact that out of those fifty five thousand accounts and two hundred thousand tickets, that one group, one account was sitting right next to us in the room. <laughs> and they got selected absolutely friggin' blew my mind like i just there and there was something about that like it's it's that magic of bourbon that we've kind of been trying to recapture since covid hit yeah, yeah. uh and since things kind of started to to take a weird um a, a weird social turn um and it was just like it was like your your team won. Yeah. Or, you know, it's, it's just, it was like because one of us won, we all won. We all won. And it was so much, it was so exciting and just electrified the room. Um, Do they it, know which barrel they got? No, they don't know yet. So no. they were saying at the start as well that if, you know, it's in their, their premium stuff, uh, you can talk with the, the single barrel team and they will kind of, they'll try to work with you yeah. to, you know, see what they can get for you. So I'm you assuming think you could have took them in a challenge and took the barrel from them. If um, you got the opportunity. Husband. Yes. Wife. Probably not. She, okay. she looked like she was, a, a she looked like she would fight dirty. Okay. Well, get ready. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. You're all okay. about challenges today. It's really mm. worrying me. <laughs> the blood. <laughs> um, so I mean that that was really, really cool. Um that was that was easily like the best moment of the night was just getting to be present for for that. Um I what you know, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, there's no way I'm gonna win. You yeah. know, we didn't, it was, I didn't go in with any kind of like hope. <laughs> there's always that one little, but there's always that little bit of a, a chance like, oh. or like, just, you know, Hey, if it happens, great. If it doesn't, it's like, well, you know, I can't be upset over what I didn't have. Um, it's the people who walk in going, today's my day. Yeah. It's happening <laughs> yeah, today. The, and then they're and just there, mad. And there were a lot of those people there, which was like, I felt it. Um, anyway, um, so they had a they had an open bar, uh, and they had hors d'oeuvres from OBC, 
Oh, there. My, yeah. I little bacon in a glass. Of course. Servings, uh, which is actually something that uh, we used to do and we we stopped doing uh, with the tour company with distilled experiences. Um, we would go to OBC every morning that we had uh, tours and or maybe the night before. I think I might be misremembering that. Um, we would go and get just like a serving like like 14 cups of a little bit of their peanut butter sauce and like a quarter of their their bacon bacon just to like you know show Mm -hmm. them a little bit more um so that was that was being served um they had a little taster of their shrimp and grits Mm. When I say shrimp, it was one shrimp per <laughs> With a little bit of grits cup. in there. So I, I grabbed a, a couple and took them back to my table, and I was like, this is my dinner. Shut up. Um, <laughs> Don't judge me. And and then we had a uh, – the, the the last piece that they had to offer was a uh, – it was a seared mango wrapped in prosciutto, and then it had like oh. – Herbs and and uh, um, like ground peppercorn. Keep talking uh, on top, and it was great. It was really really good. But it, the the first one that I ate, Chad said something. I can't even remember what he said, but he said something that made me like just take so hard that I swallowed the the, <laughs> <laughs> the mango hole. <laughs> Did anybody do a pour over? Not that I saw. Not that I saw. I'm sorry. Still not made it. We're getting there, man. We're getting there. We're getting there. And and look, you know, I take responsibility for that too because I didn't even do one. Well, you know, but you do the, them on the you do them on all the time. That's I'm true. Talking about, but I would have rather you looked over and you just saw the old man that won going. This is our lucky day, baby. He just pours <laughs> his whiskey all over the snacks. He starts eating it. Somebody punches him like, you can't have one. You ruined whiskey. <laughs> uh, so they had a a, um, a cocktail mixologist uh, who was there. Her name was Molly. Um, she made a cocktail called the, the Winning Ticket, I think is what it was. It was just uh, bourbon, Campari. Oh, maybe not Campari. What if she had a cocktail? Might have been a it was it was just so high proof and she called it Molly. <laughs> <laughs> this is ever clear and hazmat whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Molly. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> You're in hell, brother. <laughs> wakey, You're wakey. going nowhere. <laughs> wakey wakey. <laughs> OBC and bakey. <laughs> The bakey is bacon. <laughs> it puts the peanut butter sauce on the on skin the to get kids. the bacon again. I'm starting to turn into Muscle Man from a regular show. <laughs> you know who else likes peanut butter sauce? <laughs> My mom. My mom. Great show. Um, Love it. But the, the, the bar, though. The bar. Tell me about the bar. Bar. I think everything that they had to offer was uh, Buffalo Trace, Taylor Single Barrel, uh, Sazerac, 
Weller foolproof, batched, like not a single barrel. Um, the newest batch of Stag as well, formerly Stag Jr. Um, and then a, uh, a Bowman Brothers Port Cask finished bourbon as well. So I was of the mindset that there were two things on that bar that I had not tried yet that I really wanted to try. Okay. And the first one was the batched version of Weller Foolproof. Because everybody and their mother has said that the batched versions, the batched editions of Weller Foolproof far exceed the single barrel picks that we've seen. Oh, that's what, yeah, everything I've heard says that. And I got to tell you, I was a little underwhelmed. Really? <laughs> it even though it's 114 proof, it was kind of just flat. Uh, no real like punch or kick to it or anything. I understand, of course, it's a weed of bourbon. Shut up. I know. I know. I, know. I get it. Yeah. I know. Well, um, actually, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, actually. Um, no, but it, it, it was just it was just okay. It was just fine. Um but I, I needed to try it to know, to see if, like, there was any truth to that portion of the hype. Uh, and there wasn't. I mean, shocker. Uh, but, you know, it, it's so weird how, despite the fact that the Weller Foolproof picks are, of course, higher proof than the Antique 107 picks, uh, I just think that, overall, I prefer the Antique 107 picks. I think they're just... There's something about that 107 proof that is magic. Yeah. And I think that people understand that flavor profile more than what Weller foolproof even is supposed to be. Because, I mean, you, you essentially got thrown into <clears throat> the mix of it trying to figure out what you even wanted this flavor profile to be when you were doing a single barrel pick because you don't have any familiarity with the batched version yeah. of it. Um. And it just, you know, you just wind up getting weird for weird sake or just not, you know, nothing really to write home about. Um, I wish so. I wish that we had enough 107 picks to compare, like do like a blind of like a couple 107s and a couple. I mean, I've got a couple of foolproofs, but I think I only have like one 107 pick left. Like I don't have I don't any. I don't have any of either at this point, basically. Um it just, yeah. I I mean, you know, that just goes to show that I still was drinking them. I mean, it's not yeah, to say that like the foolproof picks were bad, but it, oh, it just you know, I know special, what I I know what I preferred. Yeah, that. yeah, and I know what I preferred, um, mm -hmm. and I know which one of you know I'd, I'd rather set my sights on at this yeah. point. Yeah, but then. The me, other, oh my god, the you're other making poor. me so hungry and you're making me want to <laughs> well, have cocktails the, and all this stuff. Oh the other god. the other pour was uh the new stag batch. They had that there too? Yeah. Damn. And only stag that I had been able to try that would have been considered new over the past year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um didn't get to try the antique collection. Haven't really been able to try any of the Stag Juniors uh, over the past couple of years. Just completely slipped out of our grasp, um, unfortunately. There, there was one 
one time. I don't even know. I don't even know if Eden was born yet or if she was at daycare or at my mom's or or what. Um, but I saw like somebody sent me a, a, or I saw like on Facebook or something. It was like Beaumont Liquorborn's got Stag Junior right now. That's Go the same get it. one I got. What do you mean? You we didn't we both get that? Did you get one that day? Yeah. I did too. You sent me the message. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's the uh, one yeah. We I don't got. but I don't even remember who it was that told no, me. You first. told me <clears throat> you got one and then I went and there were still some left and I got one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um I don't even know where that bottle is. I don't know if I have any of it left. I've got I don't some, know if I do either. Actually I've got like three stack juniors and they are like critical level right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, truth be told, this the single barrel from Swan and Total Wine, I mean, that's really all the stag that I have left to write home about. Um what? I've got this much left of my GTS. Sorry. About ha- about this much was bottle checked by Perry. <laughs> speaking speaking of the night where we paired a bunch of steak and whiskey together. It's my favorite thing. I love that. Yeah. Um I just I'm so annoyed that we can't get Stag Jr. We used to be able to get it all the time. Stag Jr. I had Elijah Craig barrel proof. Spoiled. We were spoiled from about batch nine all the way up to when I want to say like fourteen or something like that. Yeah, I was able to get. I. I, It was like automatic. It was like all right. I got and I had I had them all lined up and like I would be. I'd drink on them like like I was like, I know I'm going to get another one, so I'd be finishing them. And then all of a sudden, like around like 14 or something, it was like... Oh, can't find crap. them anywhere. And can't they're allocated, and they're in lotteries. Yeah. For yeah, like even... Barn. Yeah, Ernie's like, oh, we didn't really Stupid. get hardly anything this time. And they would get a couple of cases, and they'd be like, oh, I'd grab one, or I'd get one from Liquor Barn and all that now. Yeah, yeah. and I've yet to get one. It's been since probably about batch... 13 or 14 that I've actually got one. Uh, But but it was it was wonderful. It was so good. She gave me a little peri pour of it too, which was great. Uh so yeah, that was kind of my adventure to to Buffalo Trace. And uh oh, and and as we were leaving, um there were gift bags sitting out for us, and lo and behold, there was a that's awesome single barrel Buffalo Trace pick. Uh, that was just in these three seven fives. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I I was kind of starting to get into this a little bit <laughs> on the Patreon, or I guess it was on the pregame chats when we were just chatting. And like, I I know how inherently like greedy it feels to go to like a bourbon event and just want to walk away with some bourbon yeah. from the event, right? But like, I I, I want can... that. I don't need any more glasses. I don't need any more leather coasters from Clayton and Croom. I don't need you know gift cards to shops. I'm never gonna just go to. Give him some whiskey, people. Give me some whiskey, man. Give, give a little just, flask, just one, a little two hundred ml, something, something. 
And this this was like above and beyond. Yeah. I mean, truth be told, no, I, awesome. I didn't. And, and, you know, I don't have those expectations anymore. It's kind of light colored. Hmm. Uh, you got to add the blood. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Well, let me get the head. <laughs> <laughs> Squirt it out the nose. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, but anyway, I, I, I haven't awesome. cracked, I haven't cracked it yet. Um, I don't know when or if, or if. No, I probably will. Or where. Because <laughs> this is something that, like, my dad would find really cool, too. Uh, so we'll get into that eventually. Also, uh, spoilers for... I keep also in this conversation. I'm sorry. Also? <laughs> spoilers for an episode sometime soon. Waiting for the other half, of course, to come in. But we do have Larceny B523. Oh, that's in our possession on that. now. Uh, it is one twenty four point four. Nice. So I haven't, I haven't cracked it. I haven't sniffed it. I haven't tasted <laughs> those it. Those are always my favorite episodes yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah, those, those are wonderful, wonderful times. Um, so B five twenty three coming up soon. Coming up soon. WMPP. Girls go what? <laughs> no. <laughs> we now return you to your unfiltered cops marathon. <laughs> But wait. Dong edition. <laughs> Do you want to have a party? <laughs> this is the meth special. Oh, Lord. <laughs> they would do that, though, on Cops. Where oh, they would They would run yeah. those specials of, like... All the same kind of, like... The, yeah. cr- the craziest women that we've arrested. Yep. They're all runners. And little yeah. Eric would sit up and watch them all. <laughs> We um, we <laughs> when we were still living in Richmond, we watched Cops a bunch because there was like bad boys, we, bad boys. What you going? We, we were still in that mode of like you know staying up late because of college, and so yeah. our bedtime hadn't shifted to a more reasonable hour at that point. Um, so we we would just stay up and watch like four hours of of Cops, and. Oof, oof. <laughs> don't want to get too in the weeds here um but as soon as it went off the air we were like yeah i get it <laughs> yeah i understand it's kind of problematic isn't it <laughs> we shouldn't be finding that much entertainment from uh this so <laughs> the stuff we used to watch oof. late night Ooh, buddy oh, Lord. Oh, buddy I, I want us to kind of find our way through this this conversation together. Okay. Right? And I, I, I'm trying to figure out exactly what part of this I'm kind of kind of piqued my interest and made me go, oh, we should we should have a discussion about this. And maybe it's something that is kind of like I uh, an epilogue to our single barrel conversation from a a couple weeks ago yeah but i i i think what i'm what i'm really not struggling with but trying to find the middle ground for is 
should we continue having something like this, not just for Buffalo Trace selections, but for other distilleries as well? Um, like, do you I, think it's a do you think it's a fair way of of approaching it? Well, they did another. They did one. Uh, that was what. Um, what's the? Oh my gosh, I'm having a brain fart. Matt Porter won a barrel. Blue Run. Oh really? Mm-hmm. They had a uh, like a live stream draft, and it was uh, selecting the people. Um, the first people who got to pick a blue run barrel, everybody loved it. They did a live stream of it. I didn't watch it, but I saw like some highlights of it and, uh, Matt Porter won one. That's crazy. Um, how do I not know that? I don't know. I didn't, Whatever. I didn't even, there's apparently everybody could sign up on it. I had no idea. Um, but I thought that was fun. They made it an event. Like, you, you know, you saw Matt, I think the bourbon junkies were there and stuff. Yeah. Um, and this, like, you know, you guys, you were there. Chad and Sarah was there. I, I don't know. I think it's cool. I think, I mean, why not? Like, if you're a big enough distillery that you're, I mean, imagine if Four Roses did that. Like, that would be amazing. Wild Turkey, you know, I think the bigger, I mean, even smaller ones could do it. But I feel like. I feel like smaller distilleries already do a good job of giving people opportunities to have picks. You know, New Riff, you know, you can get your group together, put the money in, you can go pick a barrel. There's no point in them having to do a drawing or yeah. whatever. Or a, or a quarter of a barrel. There. Or Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Wilderness Trail, they were doing it for a while. I don't know if they still are. They were doing their rye pick. You could, you know, get a group together and go... But yeah, I think those bigger companies, um, obviously Blue Run did it. They're not as big as them, but I think, you know, they're becoming a bigger company. But I think that's fun. I think it would be awesome. I mean, look at Wild Turkey. You could do a Kentucky Spirit. You could do a Russell's Reserve. Um, you know, maybe they throw in something special, like you did like a Wild Turkey 101 pick or something like that to somebody. Yeah. But like, I mean, I don't see the, I don't see the harm in it in giving people who aren't bars or, you know, stores or restaurants a chance to pick yeah. a barrel. I, I guess what it kind of could be seen as is, People who are in, you know, have been loyal to a brand for a long time don't get the chance that they did before. That would be a negative. I could see a a store who sells all the allocations they have to, and maybe they didn't get that pick. But But, I I don't think that this, like, I don't think that this was inherently the same thing as, like, a store. Because surely Liquor Barn still is going to have all of their Buffalo Trace picks that they are normally allocated within a year yeah. taken care of. The way know? I see it, I think th- I thought this was an opportunity for like a bourbon group or like somebody. It, this it, was, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, this it is was. their chance. So yeah, like, yeah, everybody gets their same allocated picks and stuff like that. But yeah, maybe pick 10 barrels from Wild Turkey and here 10 people who enter who are Wild Turkey enthusiasts get a chance to pick a Wild Turkey barrel or, you know, yep. go down the line of, you know, Four Roses, like... There's 10, 10 recipes or whatever and 10 special people who are 
friends who love Four Roses are going to get a chance and join us yep. at the event. Watch us on, watch us live. There'll be people you recognize on camera. You know, reach out to podcasts and YouTubers and influencers and have them there to promote it and everything. And then, yeah, yep. I I think it's amazing. I think it's great. Uh, any chance that the the regular person, the normal you know, just bourbon enthusiast gets a chance to pick a barrel or have the opportunity. I think that's great. Like, it's just not, it's not as easy, you know, other than, you know, just get like new riff, getting a couple of people together, throwing your money, you're fine. It's still hard. You still have to get the money and you still have to do it up front and all that. But to me, barrel picking is like the, the top of the top like bourbon experience when you get a chance to do it because at least for me because you know how special a single barrel bottle of whiskey is yeah in in a sense it's going to be the one of the most rare things ever because it's a single barrel while you drink it i didn't even notice what you poured Oh, did you open it? <laughs> I opened it. <laughs> when? Where? If? I don't know. I with don't know. Like, I didn't notice what you. If it opened. might get, it might get buried with me when I die. <laughs> Who's to say? Five minutes later. Fair yeah, why not? It. Yeah. <laughs> um, how is it? Oh, uh, weird, dude. <laughs> A weird, weirdy it's, boy. It is, boy. It is off profile for Buffalo Trace. Yeah. I I can't wait for you to try this though. Ooh, I can't wait. It's it's bonkers. Nice. Funky. That LA is starting to hit me. I'm all of a sudden like way more awake than I was yeah. when we started recording. <laughs> um but no, I think I'm a spider think, monkey. <laughs> I'm a spider monkey. Get off my back. Um But giving giving people a chance who wouldn't normally get to get a barrel pick is always fun. And if in making an event, you don't have to keep it just like to an online drawing yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that like i think that's fun the fact that i mean i didn't get i haven't got a chance to talk to you much about it so i didn't realize there was like food and drinks and all that yeah um it was invite only yeah <laughs> i know i was gonna be there i know you were i'm just saying I, i'm well i'm letting you know it wasn't like a public thing for no, people I knew it wasn't a public you know? thing but i didn't realize that there was that much stuff going on like you you, you know um, I knew it was an event and you were watching and doing all that. And I figured you'd get like a pour, but I didn't realize a bar and all that. I think yeah. that's amazing. Um, and yeah, I think that's a good way to not only advertise with, you know, people who make content, but it is a good way to show that, Hey, even though we're this huge company who people give a shit all day long about not you know, being yeah. too hard to get or whatever. Hey, look, we gave just the regular old we bourbon. We gave everybody the chance. We gave you a chance. We made an event and we put it out there. And look, there's even people here that want it that was in person. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that would be fun if all if a lot of big brands do that. Yeah, I don't disagree. Um. I I think that where it has become such a boys' club. <laughs> You know, so many people are just kind of like, well, barrel pick this, barrel pick that, you know, yeah. and it, it becomes and who's who's got the most money, who can flash the highest dollar sign, but which, you know, I, I understand. I understand that yeah. aspect of it. You have to have, you have to be able to pay to play in some of these instances. Mm -hmm. 
But that being said, the opportunity, because, you know, and it, it wasn't like you had, if you won the barrel and you were there, you had to pay the, you know, if it's a premium one, you the had to pay the, the yeah. $12,000 yeah. that it takes right. to get this barrel. Um, no, you can go through a store. Go through you can a store. work with maybe somebody else wants to you know uh, sponsor yeah. it or or whatever and yeah and you can um, work out with the store you sell you yeah. can keep so much and they sell it's the got to go through you. a store initially right yeah like they for have, them to actually yeah. distribute it to you um, and I don't I don't know the <laughs> the logistics of that considering because I was always of the understanding that you know the way the Buffalo Trace did that was the only way that distilleries could do it. But then you go to someplace like New Riff or Wilderness Trail, and they're like, yeah, we'll just load it up for you. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's like the whole down payment you've paid for it. So it's, you know, it's just like if you went into their gift shop and bought up their gift shop, they can sell you that. I that's think. fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you definitely got to have a store behind you. But I think, I mean, if you work, if you are loyal to a store, I don't see any reason why somebody, I mean, I see Full disclosure, I see people all the time. I walk in and there'll be like a Woodford barrel with a bunch of Woodford boxes and stuff in Ernie's. And he he works with people around here that like they pick a barrel for like their Christmas present for their employees. And so yeah. Yeah, they'll yeah. do that. He'll pay. He'll, you know, it get sent to the store. The person buys it all. And then, you know, he can give it as a gift. So like. You know, maybe you give the store a few bottles to sell, give them a little business, you take the rest, or you've, you know, allocated them off to your friends. Either way, the fact that just a normal person gets a chance to pick a stag junior or something like that is is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, early hot. Go ahead. early, Early hot take. If you pick a lot of barrels all the time and stuff, remember the people that, maybe never picked one and like either give them a chance or don't treat barrel picking just like it's like, like Perry said, like, uh, like we just picked another barrel. I mean, it's okay. You know, we had the best one. We got a better one three years ago, blah, blah, blah. Like barrel picking is awesome. Like if, if we had the chance to have more people help pick this, this weekend's, uh, our live weekends pick, we would have, but it was a show. It was like a little exclusive thing. And we honestly, we were just as surprised as everybody else that we got to do that. Yeah. Um, it, and you know, we, we were able to invite more people along for the new riff pick that we did for last year, but you know, that's more of a production in terms of like well, you go we in had to, and you yeah, get shown we had around to pre-order and, everything. Exactly. We had to put the down payment. We put exactly. our own down payments on, and now we're actually getting to do it a way that like a store would. Like it's going to be bottled. We're going to give people a chance to get it, and then it's going to be sold at the gift shop and stuff too. So it, yeah. it was it was the perfect um, thing for us. But yeah, don't if you pick barrels and you got all our opportunities, don't be a little turd and be like, just another barrel, blah, blah, blah. Or like invite somebody else on, you know, somebody that's yeah, never been on one absolutely. and invite them on. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's all that I really wanted to ask you about because it just, you know, it was kind of rumbling around in my head and I wasn't really sure how it to may, approach it. This may spark it. It may, we may start seeing more I'm stuff okay like with this. It. I am you, too. So Chad and I also, well, Chad, Sarah, and I were discussing with Amy, who is the, um, I guess now former uh, PR person, 
at Buffalo Trace, what distillery or which distillery has the most available options for picks? Uh, it has to be Buffalo Trace or 17. No, 17.92 only has a few. You're missing a big one. Um, a big one. Offerings, as in like different like labels to choose yeah. from. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know Heaven Hill does, but I still I still feel like no. Because Heaven Hill really only does. They only do ECBP. They do, they do ECBP Larceny. Oh, and Larceny's gone now too, isn't it? Yeah, I don't even think they. So they do Elijah Craig. They do Rittenhouse. I'm assuming they might wind up doing Bernheim at some point, but even still, that's really just three. Right. But I didn't know this. I didn't know this until last night because Chad was talking about their Four Roses pick. Oh, because you can have up to 10. You have up to 10 at barrel strength that you can choose, but you can also proof any of them down to 100. Any not just them? not just OBSV. I thought OBSV was the only I one thought the for... same thing. I thought the exact same thing. Does anybody when, really do that though? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they do. Huh. But Chad Chad said when they picked their four roses barrel, they specifically got asked, and it was not an OBSV. I don't even remember what, what recipe it was. They got asked, Do you want to proof this down to one hundred? So that and they said no, of course. But that yep. brings their total up. To 20 individual offerings <laughs> God. that you can essentially pick from. Uh, yeah, that got me because I was thinking of different brand labels. Like I was, I didn't think yeah. of just Four Roses having the different recipes and stuff. Yeah. God, I would love to pick a Four Roses. That two, is on, two mash on bills, my... five yeast strains. You know, ten recipes, and then you're also proofing it down from cast strength to a hundred. I mean, I want to, I want to pick a Four Roses. Somewhere. It was one of it was one of my favorite picks. Um, just in, in terms of like the quality of everything that we got to try. Yeah. Um, cause I went with, I went with OBC. Oh man, this must've been 2018, 2019. I was going to um, say, I, th- I was going to say, it's or, been a long you time. Do one, but like no, the last OBC four roses I got, I think was 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Your year. <laughs> My year. Of <laughs> um, yeah, no, we, and I think, oh man, I think it was 2018 because I was just kind of starting to understand who Al Young was. Yeah. Um, that was the year that the, the Al Young bottle came out. I love that bottle. Too. And uh, oh, it's one of my favorite Four Roses products of all time. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever said, even said this on the podcast. Um, I'm not going to name him because I don't I don't want people to bug him about this. But we have a mutual friend who I was over at his house one time. I think it was in like 2019. Um, I was talking about how I had never had four roses. You probably do. Yeah. Um, I I had never had the the four roses Al Young bottle. And he had he had a bottle with like four or five ounces left, and he was like, "Just take it." <laughs> Lord, I was like, "Okay, <laughs> fine." That's you have to, you have to Eskimo right. kiss him. 
Uh, he didn't make me at that okay. at that time. Okay, but <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just the kind of guy he is. Yeah, though. yeah. So, um, anyway, anyway, let's drink. <laughs> <laughs> we got a we got it. We got a review, man. And I got I, I got to say thank you to Perry for of course, um, dude grabbing this. I was at work and he got me one and he said. I said, what I owe you? And he said, nothing. And he said, you know what we do for each other when we get each other bottles. And I said, well, uh, it isn't Tuesday, so just remind me. So (laughs) next Tuesday, I'll repay Perry. Well, no, just everybody get your mind out of the gutter. Um, (laughs) But when when the eight-year bottled and bond bourbon came out, Eric bought mine for me. Yeah. And so this was, uh, you know, d- you think things have things have been things recently. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, anything I can do to help help you out, man. So yes, we have. Get this to focus here. It's the the seven year seven bottled year and bond rye, rye whiskey from Wilderness Trail. Oh all right, right, all right. Uh, I'm very excited about this. I got to try it at the distillery when Chad and I went to go pick it up today. Uh, America, uh, Danville. <laughs> <laughs> that came off really. I was like, I was putting all my strength into it because I thought it was going to pop, and I, I almost like hulked it out. Like I, when you go, <laughs> when you go back and edit the video, you're going to see me almost spill this all over me. So when I um, I'm, I'm in my whiskey more glass. I've never talked about. I'm doing a mine in my wilderness. Nope, Woodford Reserve glass. <laughs> <laughs> in my wilderness, Woodford. Yeah. Wilderness Trace. <laughs> um, back when they got sued and they had to change that name. What if? Um, what if? What if they did uh, collab picks? <laughs> We're gonna do the first. <laughs> Dude, uh, but I've been, we've talked about this forever. For years, that distilleries need to do that. Yep. Buffalo Trace should go to Heaven Hill, pick an Elijah Craig barrel proof, and sell it in their gift shop, and vice versa. That'd be amazing. They should do that. It would be so much fun. Yeah. It would be so collaborative, and it would just show people that this is not this business is not about competition. It's about working with each other and doing cool things. Yeah. And you know. The the uh, the Bardstown collection that I get this is now the second year that they've they've done it. You know, it's six different distilleries providing picks, providing single yeah. barrels. Uh, they're expensive, uh, but you know, under one kind of label, they're all within you know <laughs> this thing. I just don't understand. I think I think it's something that should be explored more. It uh, would be by, cool by other people but uh this is something that again we've been waiting quite a while for uh i don't know if we are as fortunate this time around to be the first ones to review this whiskey much like we were with the eight-year bottle and bond uh back in august of last year uh i want to say this too this is uh within the topic of the eight-year bottle and bond i i wasn't able to make it work because the quality of the video was not as good but on that review video, I wanted to take our uh, our 
camera, our doorbell camera footage. Because uh, we got to like my house at the same time when to record that day. Yeah. Because I had to go drop Eden off or something. And you you pulled my bottle out of the eight year and say ha- you said happy early birthday. And I wanted to include that in the video initially. Yeah. I, I don't even really know why I'm telling anybody this. It's just like <laughs> sometimes your creative things just don't work out. That's how it goes. Um, but regardless, I think that, you know, between the two of us, Wilderness Trail is very special. It is. And it's it nice is. to be on the uh, the forefront yep. of reviewing this. So man, okay, seven, seven years, years old, one hundred proof. proof. Don't really know what the mash bill is. Uh, percentage wise, it is it is rye corn and malted barley, um, but they had some uh, they had some bottles sitting out that were signed by Doctor Pat. <laughs> and there so, it is. There it is, man. Uh, it was awesome. It was it was just a nice little experience. We were able to walk right in and grab them and pay and then get out oh i'd say that their wi-fi was kind of spotty (laughs) (laughs) i had to walk in get the bottle wait a second wait five more seconds wait two minutes swipe my card again because it didn't work the first time (laughs) and then finally you can put them in a box and you can leave (laughs) so i didn't get to see anybody while i was there i saw cooper though cooper the cat matters you go to women's trail you better you better be uh petting cooper I think he's my favorite distillery cat. He is mine. That um I do like uh I do like uh Rowan from uh at Willet. I don't know if I've met Wo- uh, Rowan. <laughs> Rowan. Um I don't know if I've met Rowan. It, as long as this website is correct, 56% rye, 33% corn, 11% malted barley. Mm, interesting. Is what this says. So it's a pretty high malted barley content. This comes from the whiskey jug. Uh, they've been pretty reliable, I think. It was the first one that popped up when I said we're on a straw rye mash bill. There you go. Uh, this color, though. It's so deep. Oh, it's like it copper. It's so good. Yeah. Like like burnt copper. <laughs> that nose. <laughs> Dude, doesn't this smell like the pick that we had yesterday with Swan? The pick that you now have? That New Orleans Bourbon Festival rye? Yeah, it's sitting over there. I mean, they smell oh. like they're this. It smells like the same DNA. Wilderness Trail rise are just special, man. It's a it's a peppermint Christmas tree cake. It's like peppermint, but like there's this vanilla cake in there. It's like this really subtle, like Christmassy Christmas cake with peppermint. Man, I could sit in some. This is like it smells great, man. This is a candle whiskey. My so I I tried this this morning. <laughs> this morning, we got there at like ten o'clock, um, and you know, Chad and I were asking about the bottles and everything, and the lady behind the counter was like, "Well, you want to try some?" <laughs> like, yeah, why not? <laughs> that, hey, that that's a good that's a good hack for anybody listening. If you go to a distillery and you wander around for so long yeah. and you're like, I don't know, somebody will probably offer you a pour yeah, or something. It is true. Bourbon hack. 
bourbon <laughs> hack. Get it. Okay. All right. Freddy's Freddy's toast last night. Oh boy. Is this gonna get me? Oh. There are short ships and tall ships. Okay. But they all sink. The best ship is friendship. Oh. And to that we drink. Oh, I love that. Clink. Cheers, homie. Cheers, homie. Why does this taste like it's like 12 years old? Oh my God, the finish. Pear E the finish. Oh. Once the finish hits and it starts to go, mm. it it starts, it starts on the finish with butterscotch. But then it goes into root beer. <laughs> and like full on. A and W root beer, root beer float. Oh my god, root beer vanilla ice cream. Oh, but it does finishes. it does start with so much rye spice, and for it to only be fifty six percent rye baffles me. Baffles me. I'm baffled. I tell you, truly do. Oh my god, that's truly such a different rye than I'm. Oh my. But there's something so inherently like. It's this is rye whiskey about yeah. it. You know, it feels very true to what rye whiskey is. In its depth, its complexity, its its bite, its spice. But it's so fresh. It's so new. Oh, it's such it's a, so a new, different approach to a rye whiskey of seven years old. I, that, lo- I love this, man. This that, is it's too- so crazy. <laughs> It is, it is. It's like, yes, this is rye whiskey, but then like, it almost like, and this is weird because I'm, when I drink this, I see, I see a rhubarb plant. I see like this green Mm -hmm. and purple, but it's not like grapey purple. It's like that maroon type of red purple. Um, and it does, it, it's like it starts playing with you a little bit. And it's like, here comes the rice spice, here comes the rice spice. But then it turns into that root beer, yeah, that vanilla. And it's like it creeps up on you and you're like, there it is. And you're like, nope, it turns into something else. It is a <laughs> r- little roller coaster of a ride. Yeah. Oh. It's really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> put Put this up against Antique Collection Rye. I dare you. I triple dog dare you. I mean, and it will, it will hold up. I mean, I think this is one of the few times that I say, I don't know. I mean, obviously I will eventually, but I don't know if I want to know what this tastes like any higher proof. I well, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like I just you know I do, but like I don't I don't want this in this moment right now. I don't need it. I to don't be think anything. It, yeah, else. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I it, it I I maybe I am being uh, tainted by the memory of the eight year bottle of bond bourbon, which was so visceral and so we had so much like excitement when we. <laughs> We're yeah. drinking that for the first time. I think I like that whiskey better. Mm-hmm. But well, I, I don't I don't think by so much that this is going to look like a significant drop off 
oh, for no. Wilderness Trail. This is just a horse of a different color. I was going to say, it's a different mindset, <laughs> like when I'm going into this. It, yeah. absol- it absolutely is. It's a different um, episode. You love your, you know, yeah. this episode of that or that, and then you come back and you go, I like this episode and I like this episode. It's just different. It's it's, it's this season of The Mandalorian. Oh, oh my God, isn't it, right? <laughs> um, Which I maintain has been really good. I have really been. enjoyed it. I know that it has its critics. I understand. The only thing but that I criticize. I, I like it a lot. The only thing I criticized, and I told you this, was just that last, that other half of the one episode. Episode three. Three. I just, yeah. there was just picky things about it. But other than that, oh my God, the episode five. Um, This is, man, this is just a relaxing pour and I've, yeah. I, I find myself enjoying those and I find myself looking for those pours more than anything yeah. these days. Yeah. People probably say, he's going to say it's a relaxing pour. Well, it is. I'm sorry. Well, shut up. <laughs> this is my bourbon podcast. <laughs> oh my God. The finish dude. <laughs> that, that finish is spectacular. Um, no joke. It, it lasts for a solid four to five minutes. Yeah, the only reason I'm <laughs> drinking more is just because I I just wanted more. I want, but the, I could, I want I, the finish. I could sit there with that finish for a while. It's rhubarb and root beer, and it tricks you, man. It plays with your mind. You take it that first little bit, and you think it's going to hit you like a rye, and then it takes that turn for like that sweetness. It's good, dude. It's oh, really good. It's so... Dare I say, smooth. Smooth. Like, it does. It, But smooth in a way that, like, not like it ain't got no proof. I can just drink this. It's smooth. Smooth like it, like, just rolls over, like, your tongue and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's, like, got a smooth texture. Yeah. Um, Man. Man. Once again, thank you so much for this. Of course, dude. Course. And thank you, Wilderness Trail, for just continuing to put out great to be products. awesome. Wow. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a bourbon friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't call me up. Nose palette finish and price. Mm. Each category is at five final score. I want to have a little 20. bit more. Uh, you may as well. May as I well. Uh, this, oh, by the way, this was $75 a bottle. Ah, there we go. They never, Wilderness Trail never, never price gouges either. No. And I'm not saying anybody else says, I'm just saying they do not disappoint when it comes to the, the process. So. (sighs) Why'd you give the nose? Four. We are in the same boat. Um, it's, I think it's incredibly inviting. It yeah, it invites it. It that's the perfect way to put it. Honestly, like I, I, I totally agree. It's inviting because, and it kind of goes with the rest. It kind of like brings you in, and then it almost keeps going up from there. Or it kind of goes up and then a loop de loop type thing for me. Yeah, but it's way inviting. Like, I just, yeah, it smells like a Christmas tree cake with peppermint. Like, it's just this vanilla cake 
and a little bit of pepper spice, peppermint spice. The the more I've gone back to the nose, the more I've kind of realized that the thing that I think might be the most like inviting part of it is that it doesn't show its hand mm-hmm. immediately. Um, it doesn't give you a full understanding of what's going on with this. Um, not that you can really <clears throat> understand what a what the finish is going to be like just right, by smelling right. it. Um, but it's it's tricky. Yeah. That being said, the palate is my least favorite part here. But dude, I, I was going to give the palate <laughs> a three. I'm going to give it a 3.5. Uh, 3.5. I was, I was and I was jumping back and forth between a three and a 3.5, but I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. I the palette is great, but I think the thing it does, like I said, it like it makes you think it's going to get you with that rice spice and it kind of pulls back a little bit. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's good, good, good. And then it's like, hold up because we got something hold else. Hold up, hold up because we got something else coming. So three, it's a solid like front palette, but that back palette to the finish is kind of to me where this thing shines. Yeah, I I mean, I I think that just as far as the the palette goes for me, I I want a little bit more of a punch from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want it to showcase what the the finish does. I want it to be this big, bold, in-your-face sipper, and I, I mean, I, I, I understand why it isn't, and I do actually kind of like the balance between the two. I know I'm, I'm being kind of antithetical <laughs> here with I my know statements. Exactly. Yeah, I know what you mean. But, but just the experience of it, like if we had an experience category, it's a five. Oh yeah, you know, like, yeah. I, and and I, I can't I can't fault it for having something that I personally, I mean, I guess I I can literally fault it because we are doing a review of it, um, but you know, over overall, I just can't say something to the effect of like, well, it ruined the experience for me because it didn't. No, I think no. it's all part of the, you know, what what you are personally going to find on the journey with it mm-hmm. uh, and, and the experience of, of drinking this is so unlike anything else uh, <laughs> that we've gotten to taste from wilderness trail or otherwise. Yeah. And that brings us to the finish. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. Ah, dude this finish is one of the best finishes i mean i i I had a my my score was a immediate five like oh same here same here i knew it without a shadow of a doubt that it was going to be a five when it starts rolling off the back of your tongue and down into your chest dude it was something it was it was that root beer float that little bit of rhubarb in there and that's kind of, it's fun in a way that the palette is a three only because it's like, it's like a roller coaster. It's like the nose gets you up and then the, the uh, palette kind of goes down a little bit and then you 
get up to this big friggin' like drop on the the finish and it's like just takes you for this ride at the end. Yeah. And like, yeah, it was an instant <sighs> there's something special about this finish, man. I I mean, if if I could give it like an eight out of five, I would. Eleven I mean, that's, out of ten, baby. That I mean, but genuinely, I mean, that's how much I yeah. I love this this yeah. finish. It's just, it's unique. It's fun. It's different. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, ooh. my it's it's opening up my my sinuses too, <laughs> dude. It just and it's it's crazy. The palate just it brings you yeah. right to the tip of like this spicy rye, and then it pulls yeah. back, and then the finish just opens up, and it's just. It's a five on the finish. I I mean. So like I said, the price is seventy-five. Um this again, if we're going by the pricing structure of ten year ten I always do that. Ten dollars per year. Right. Um this doesn't go so far out of the, the realm of like, I don't understand why they priced it that way. To me, that five extra dollars is more of an investment in what mm-hmm. they are doing with the company. And it's yeah. it's something, you know, they 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 have proven themselves to be a wonderful whiskey making company. Of course. Always. And you know, personally, if like, you know, it's a five dollar donation or whatever, I don't have any problem with it. Um, but you know, they also gotta pay themselves. So uh, uh, as far as like the price goes here, it's a five. (laughs) That's a five. It's a five. (laughs) It's a five all day. Um, I went back and forth. It's got to be, right? It's got to be. Listen, I did in my head. I went back and forth because I thought... Maybe the maybe seventy five dollars grants a barrel proof proof point, and but also I said, wait, this is a small batch. It's not just straight out of a barrel and put in a bottle. This takes a little bit more work. It takes a couple of you know, it takes more tasting and stuff to say, hey, this is good to go. Instead of just slapping barrel proof on there and being like, here you are, you're going to love it. Well, I mean, so, it, is, it is bottled in bond, so they kind of had to do what they I know. I'm just <laughs> saying, I'm, with I'm it, saying but. as far as like a 75 proof, 75 price point, yeah, you know, it's getting up there. It's getting close to that new, you know, that hundred, the, the new, what we're used to. So sometimes people want to see a higher proof or whatever. Yeah. But and I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. But I I have no problem. I mean, this thing tastes like it could be a hundred dollars. It tastes like it could be a hundred like you said, this could this is this could go this would beat Sazerac eighteen B Tech out of the water. Everyone I've had that I've got to have with you. Um and I mean, this this is right up there with like those early Kentucky Owl products and stuff. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. This this does this kind of does for me what like batch one and batch two of Kentucky Owl Rye, yeah, did. And you know what? It's cheaper. <laughs> Way cheaper. It's cheaper than you would have gotten those for. Yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's, this is, it can't be anything other than a five for the $75. Yeah. 
Like it can't be. Like this this tastes triple the amount. Yeah. So my final score was a seventeen point five out of twenty. And I Man. think you gave it a seventeen out of twenty. I did a uh, seventeen. Go get it. Go get it. It's coming out in stores. It's not yeah. gonna just be at the distillery. Yeah, I don't know how wide the distribution is gonna be, but at the very least, I mean they had a they had a lot. They had a lot that was still in the gift shop. Uh, I know that this is coming out a week and a half after we record it. I'm sorry, um, but Wilderness Trail is beautiful, man. Yeah, beautiful. Go out there, check it out, have some drinks. This color alone, oh my god, it's so right, cool. <laughs> it's barrel aged honey. Look at the color of this. This is Kentucky Owl Batch One. And look at the color of this. Oh, they're so similar. <laughs> and I know the camera and the lights and stuff, but like, no joke. Like, almost identical. Almost identical. They're yeah. 10 proof points off. One's 11 years, one's seven years. And, um, mm. yeah. Mm. I'm really, I'm really glad that. <laughs> That review turned out to be as favorable as it did. <laughs> so good. Because we love Wilderness Trail. We want, you know. We we're do. Not pan- we're not pandering, I promise. No, but, no, but like, you know, uh, we've talked to them. We've been around them enough to know that they want honest reviews. They want us yeah. to say what, and we're going to say it. Like, I have a whole shelf full of picks over there, and I can pull out several of them that are subpar. Um, and, you know, they're still good, but. I would tell you the flaws in them, yeah. you know, whether that's who picked them or what. Um, I've got a whole, not a whole, but I've got a half of a 375 bottle back here of funky nerds that half the people in the room said, please get that away from me. This is <laughs> horrible, even though I loved it. So, And you were able to take some home with you. And I was. I wonder um, what ever happened to that barrel. I hope somebody got it. I hope so too. I hope like the I hope that it didn't get relegated to like a small batch. I know. I you wanted know? I, yeah, I want that to be out there somewhere. I hope some like the one like death metal emo slash bourbon group that exists in the world got it. And they were like, This is weird and cool and crazy. <laughs> We're going to put it in a bottle. Mom's going to be mad that I'm listening to this music again and drinking this whiskey. My dad's going to taste this and he's going to hate me because it's so weird. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that that's where it went. Is there any way to find that out? Other than just asking Macaulay, I I don't know. Truly. Because I don't even know what the barrel number on that one was. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I wonder if there's like a list of like, hey, this group picked this barrel at this. This were these there were all the is. others. There probably is because I mean, you know, they've got to keep track of everything for when it actually makes it out, out the door. Um, but yeah, I don't really have any high proof hot date hot hot dates high proof hot, hot dates. dates. You and Lucy got some hot dates lined up. I heard we do. If I don't, if I don't know, I about it. oh, that reminds me. 
of something I'll, I'll ask you about off air. <laughs> <laughs> what a segue. I don't, want, I don't want people knowing our business on... It, it's nothing weird. It was just... We were talking about doing a um, joint trip with you and April. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, I already said my yeah. high-proof hot take. It yeah. was, don't be a single-barrel picker snob. Yeah. yeah. That thing. Yeah. Tips and bits, though. Tips and bits. We're going to recommend some things that you should check out, watch, read, listen to, uh, put, in, put in your brain hole. Brain which hole, I, which I guess is—is is that your mouth or your ears? <laughs> your spinal cord. Yeah, put it, put it right. Get a spinal tap and <laughs> put it right in your spinal <laughs> fluid, baby. Get it, get an IV and send it directly into your system. Yeah, that thing, that needle goes way into your like bones. Yeah. Uh, put, put this, put this tips and bits in your bones. Go, Perry. I don't want to. <laughs> Actually, you go. Actually, I, I I had to pull mine up because oh. you had to pull it out. <laughs> I said up. Oh, <laughs> actually, actually, Eric. Well, I'll, I if you want me I to go ahead, up. And, if you want me to go ahead and go, I can. No, I got mine. Okay, I, got one. I just I just pulled mine up. I had to. Um, we, we've I'm, gone through a bunch of stuff recently. I so <laughs> I'm on a Star Wars kick. Obviously, with Mando going on, we've talked about how much we've loved this season. Episode five is amazing. Bad um, Batch just finished up too. That's my recommendation. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, the Bad Batch. Um, I've I've mentioned it several times, but yes, this season ended, and I just love this show so much um there are a couple of different stories going on in this season but it all revolves around like the time when order 66 is over and the clones are still there but now the stormtroopers are starting to come in the stormtroopers aren't necessarily clones um and you see and and it parallels like war veterans and stuff. And I'm not going to get political and do all that, but like you see these clones who have done everything for the empire and all of a sudden they're just like thrown away. And the, and it shows that and it shows people coming in. Now they're using them for these missions. There's one episode called outpost on it. I think it's episode 12. I think this season had 15, 16 uh, episodes Outpost is amazing. It it shows one of the characters that you hate having to do this mission and save this other clone and stuff. And my God, if I didn't tear up at the end of that. Um, but if you've ever just wondered like, hey, what happened to the clone troopers now that the stormtroopers have took over? Well, this is the story. And there's little bits and pieces of other Star Wars shows and movies dropped in there that you're like, oh, my God, there they are. Um, so, yeah, like Bad Batch, this this second season just ended, and I can't recommend the show anymore. The animation's cool. Um, soundtrack's cool. The stories are great. I mean, there's not one one boring episode you'll get an episode about the main story then you'll get a couple of like side stories and like fun episodes then it come back to the main story and the last half of this second season is just phenomenal so many good things i'm not going to spoil anything but 
uh, Outpost. The Outpost, I think it's called, was probably one of my favorite episodes. And I'm telling you, it's not just a kid's cartoon. Like, it's, it's, it hits serious. Like, it's, it's very familiar with things that we've read about over history of our own history and current times and stuff. And, and it, it's just amazing. I couldn't recommend yeah. it enough. I, uh, I started the first season when it initially came out. That was in 2020, right? Yeah, it was about was two, it years, 20, two or was it two or three years ago? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I watched the first couple of episodes and never followed through with it. Um, but, you know, it, it was also during that period where I was like, I just want, a, I want a Star War again. Like, I want yeah. Jedi. Oh, I, I, I want to see the things that made Star Wars what it is come back. And so I was kind of getting burnt out on faceless warriors and troopers and, uh, and just just not having anything to, like, kind of connect with yeah. emotionally. I think you've got so, now with Boba and Mando and stuff, I think you've got enough of that now to where it's like, oh, I like a little bit of this side story. Yeah, now, and, so and I, and I do, and I do very much so, but I, I, and I'm still kind of craving a little bit of that balance to come back, but with something like uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, mm-hmm. um, that show satisfied a lot <clears throat> of those, those needs that I was feeling. Um, come to I'm, find I'm out. I'm thinking about that last fight right now. Come to find out, a lot of people hate that show. Why? I, t- there's something, I, I don't remember exactly what they've said, but it's something like it wasn't, it, it just like wasn't as satisfying or it wasn't as good of a story or like there Did were they all think these... it was going to be like a big like three hour movie epic like thing like this was oh, like a... which is what they got <laughs> i mean you take all this and put it together and it's i mean that last it's more fight, than that that yeah. mid the mid fight when vader wins basically oh my that's the it's intense man freaking lights the ground on fire yeah it just the emotional payoff of it all too. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. People are I don't know. stupid. I don't know. People are dumb. Um, yeah. So I, I do need to take the time to go back and watch the bad batch again, but I just, <laughs> I, I was so burnt out on, you know, them trying to make us care about some of these characters Yeah, that we largely are not familiar with. I know that they were in the clone wars show. Um, but just so far as like, yeah, but where, where's, where's Luke Skywalker? <laughs> where the lawsuit No, like the, now's the perfect time. If you kind of feel like how Perry did, like now's the perfect time. So, yeah. Um, going back to original star Wars in an actor who was in original star Wars. Also the poster you got me. It may be off the mantle, but it's still in the living It's room. still upstairs. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, but Harrison Ford's new show on uh, Apple TV uh, with with Jason Siegel, it's called Shrinking. Um, incredible. Really? The first season just wrapped up uh, a couple weeks ago as of this episode coming out. Um, it, it centers around this office of... Uh, therapists 
of uh, not psychologists, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And just kind of the struggles that they're going through in their regular lives. It's not like, you know, a bunch of wacky characters coming in and having their interviews. And it's like, man, I can't stop. I can't stop trying to eat my rubber chicken. It just won't heat. I can't fry it the right way. (laughs) You know, what's this episode going to be about? Exactly. Exactly. It's it's a very it's 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 got a lot of heart to it. Um, Harrison Ford is. Harrison Fording about all over the place <laughs> in this in this show. I love that just gr- just grumpy. Harrison Fording about it. I said that about Ryan Reynolds earlier today too. He said Ryan Reynolds just kind of Ryan Reynolds his way doing his through. Ryan Reynolds thing. Yeah, he's just Ryan Reynoldsing all over the place through most Making movies now. Billions of dollars off of yeah phone companies and stuff. He he's freaking figured it out. But he's just he's just this grumpy old man. He's been jaded by the world and life and um you know Harrison Ford's no spring chicken. Uh yeah. he's he's almost 80 now, I think. Insane. Or 79 or something like that. Um I mean so it shows I, that's he, what you know he, when you shoot first, baby. <laughs> yeah, shot first. <laughs> um you know, he doesn't have the energy of a of an Indiana Jones or a Han Solo anymore. He's not supposed to. He's he's 80 years old. Give the guy yep. a break. Um but what he does with this role uh is is so I I have a a personal connection to this story uh that he gets to portray that I I'm I'm worried as a spoiler for the show itself and so I won't I won't do that here, um, but just know that what he is going through in the show, uh, growing up, I had to see one of my grandparents go through mm. the same thing, gotcha. uh, and it was it was brutal, um, but largely, you know, I can I I, I predicted incorrectly. Uh, but that we were going to have a little bit of a tragic scene at the end of the first season uh, where things were going to take a turn. Didn't happen, thankfully. Um, Harrison Ford lives to fight another day. Patient, patient basically. <laughs> um, but it's great, man. I love Jason Siegel. He's such a warm, fuzzy ball of energy. Um, I, I, of course, loved him in How I Met Your Mother. There's something about him, you know, the the Muppet movie that he did too. Oh, that he's I just, so good in that. I just latch on to so hard. Um, just a, just a sweetheart of a person, you know. Uh, but anyway, really, really good show. I highly recommend it. Uh, got a couple other things that I'm gonna recommend as well. The current run of World's Finest comic book, the 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 title currently Mm -hmm. just Batman and Superman stories. So good. It's so good. Not watching. You just did the chef's kiss. Oh, sorry. I forgot to say chef's kiss. There you go. I apologize. Joseph Brazo. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He don't know how to work YouTube anyway. Tell him. (laughs) I it's, it's really good. Um, The artist is Dan Mora. Um, who's been been with DC for a long time, but just just very crisp, uh, pencil. <coughs> oh man, crisp pencil work. I'm getting choked up talking about some comic book art. Ugh, pencils um, in my throat. 
wood shavings, am I right? Been chewing um, on a pencil all day. You know what I'm saying? Bunch of racers in my mouth. <laughs> Is this Harrison Ford? Uh, Harrison, I what did, are you doing? How'd you get I, in this phone call? I did shoot first. <laughs> Bitch. My favorite thing about Harrison Ford as he's gotten older is like anytime he gets asked about things like Star Wars and India, he's I mean, like, you don't know, ask me that. He's, he's like, like, I don't care. I don't, like, I, I literally less. have not thought about this in the 40 years that <laughs> I've been playing this character. Stop talking to me about it. Um, yeah, it, World's Finest is, is just so it's fun. It's not like got a whole lot of weight on anything else that's happening within DC Comics right now. Um, it goes back to when Dick Grayson was still Robin. Um, mm-hmm. So earlier earlier days of Batman and Robin. Dick Grayson is my favorite Robin. Before he got that. Anyway. Not wing butt. <laughs> Before he got all caked up. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about it. Thick with two C's. Yeah. And cake with three. Oh, boy. <laughs> cake. Because like you stutter when you see the the tuchus. <laughs> <laughs> Make you go all stumbly and mumbly on your words. Maybe got back. Mm. <laughs> Dick Grayson with a nightwing booty. <laughs> uh, and then I'll recommend a stand-up special. I don't think I've recommended this yet, but we watched it a few weeks, weeks ago. Um, it's it's Nate Bargatze, his new stand-up special. It's called Hello World. Okay. Uh, I think it's I think it's on Amazon. Uh, I don't know if you've ever watched any of his stuff. He's it doesn't uh, ring a bell. He's a clean comedian. Clean like, comedian. Like he doesn't he doesn't swear or anything. So you can kind of watch it with your, your kids if you want to show them some. Oh, that might be a good change of pace from what I'm usually watching and listening to. <laughs> yeah. I probably need that. But I mean, like, he's not preachy or anything. He's not trying no, he to just push, doesn't an, like push get, an agenda. He just that, does wholehearted <clears throat> comedy, sounds yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. And, <clears throat> excuse me. And, and like, he, you know, he, he falls within a certain demographic and, and he has been kind of accepted within that demographic as well, but not so much so that you can only enjoy the comedy that he does. If you agree with him yeah. on so many things. I got you. You know, he he's just he's very accessible. He has one joke in one of his earlier stand-up specials uh about a horse that the first time that I heard it, I was crying laughing. <laughs> it was one of the funniest things I had ever heard. Um I I, I just recommend <clears throat> his entire body of work. He's yeah. very dry as well. I mean, just just a very dry delivery uh, with all of his co- comedy. But anyway, that's all I got this week. Eric, why don't you take why don't you take us home? Well, man, you know I don't like. I love dry comedy, but I just don't like being dry. Um, and you know how I get wet. <laughs> Is going to patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, you can support the show. Um, and oh, that crap. $5. Now my, now my video is all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though because it got me good. You popped me. Um, and that $5, you get all the bonus content. You get this episode uncut, which, yeah. 
Um, and then you get bonus episodes. We do pours from the floor where I go through bottles that are sitting on my floor because I don't have enough shelf space. And um, <laughs> very scary. I, I, I just broke the. Broke sorry. The sorry. I'm, I've been having camera troubles all night as well. Um, so. But then we do sample irresistible as well, where we clean out uh, samples that Perry has got sent that he's backed up on. Um, <laughs> and then, so many more. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got so many more. Um, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> and then we do pregame chats where we just talk about something. We may do, you know, a little questionnaire. We may just do a wellness check on each other. We may just talk. But you get all that. You get the episode uncut. And you get the first access to any barrel picks we do, any kind of shows we do, anything. Patreon is where it's at. Patreon.com slash mybourbonpodcast. Um, if you want to send us a barrel ring where you can be on the show, um, you leave a voicemail, we play it. Uh, currently, Bill Robarge. Um, he's the reigning champion. He's the reigning champion. Um, <laughs> whiskey. No, sorry. Wisconsin beer lover. Um, but you want to beat him, dethrone him, send us a voicemail at 859-428-8253. Um, you can do that. How'd you know? I knew. Uh, if you want to get some merch, uh, Perry's got some designs online for the show. Bourbonshop.threadless.com. We'll probably be putting some new stuff up there for the weekend. Um, so be watching out for that. If you want to send us an email that, uh, you know, just want to ask us a question, ask us to review something, pair something, this is my bourbonshop at gmail.com. Um, you can uh, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a rating and now comments on Spotify. Anything will oh, help yeah. us. Um, we'll read those out. Um, if you want to go to thank YouTube. You, thank you for remembering to bring that up. I completely forgot. Yeah. Let's check Spotify. Check it. <laughs> While he's checking that, uh, you can follow us on YouTube. Check, if check, check you're it. listening to this, check uh, you can watch the show on YouTube. You'll see us do funny faces and stuff. Uh, YouTube. Dot com. This is my bourbon podcast. Perry goes live every Thursday night um, at 8. I try to join him when I can. Um, but yeah, you get a lot of videos on there. You can just, I mean, leave a review, rate, tell people about us. Just spread the word. Um, if you want to go to social media, at my bourbon pod on all social media. Uh, you can follow me at Whiskey Mutant. I'm doing pairings. Um, Doing all this stuff at Whiskey Mutant on Instagram and TikTok. You can follow Perry at PRitter1792. And that's it. We got anything? No, we got nothing. We got nothing. Good. So leave us something. Hey, connect with the show, people. You're listening. Connect. Right? Get, a, get a shout out. We'll give you a shout out. We'll give you a shout a big out. One. Who knows? Who knows what else will happen? You, you, know, you know, you may run into me at a meat market. I. I rarely know what's going to happen with this show, honestly. But, but isn't that's the fun? What the no, fun that's of the fun. Of, that's the fun of it, man. Yeah. yeah so you don't know what's going to happen when you get no, this. I got no idea. You kidding me? Yeah. I think that's it. Is that it? I think so. Anything you got? You, anything you want to say right now, Perry? Just get it. Get it off your chest. Just say it. 
You're thinking about something, I can tell. Um, I mean, I'm a little anxious. <laughs> I don't really want to talk about it on stream, but... No, you don't have to talk about that. Or on, the, on the episode. Anything else? I mean... There's still a big hole in my parents' house. That's been an episode. What do you mean? Keep what listening. are you talking about? What? I thought you You're... wanted me to say something profound at the end. I had nothing. Uh, a hole in your house? Your mom's my, house? My mom and dad's house. You knew that. The tree that fell through? I know, but I thought it was yeah. going to be something like, I got some words of wisdom for you. I think I got it. You got it? All right. Thank Bring you all home. for listening. <laughs> There's a hole in my parents' house. Keep me burning. <laughs> There's a tree in my old room. Oh, yeah. Oh, that tree branch is still there. They couldn't get it out. I think they should just build around it. I would love to see it. It's, an, it's a permanent in, installation in that yeah. bedroom. <laughs> they start putting like your old like school pictures on it and stuff. They just It's like a shelf. <laughs> they, they move out and the new owners are like... <laughs> What is this? Is that a tree branch? And then like you can you can look at all the other bedrooms. You just can't go up to the one on the second floor. Somewhere in the, the contract, the they're like you're not allowed to remove the tree branch in there, or you have to yeah. pay us like a bajillion dollars or something. <laughs> uh, thank you all so much for listening and yes, watching. As always, uh, it means the world to us. I don't know how much I say that often, but I I truly do appreciate you guys. Uh, this is easily one of the best parts of my week uh getting to hang out definitely with. best of mine <laughs> i love you love you uh, <laughs> i it's just it's just nice it's just a nice time with nice boys good boys good, good christian boys good <laughs> we'll see y'all next week until then <laughs> i'm perry i'm eric and this is my bourbon podcast